What's up, everyone? Welcome back to episode two of Just Vibin'. Uh, I have with me here uh, my new co-host, hopefully from this point forward. Her name is Kenzie. Uh, as always, I'm Kevin, one of your hosts of this podcast. And Kenzie, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hello, I'm Kenzie Dahl. I go by Kenzie. Uh, I am a sex worker. I used to work in the brothels until COVID hit. And then now I mainly do it online. Okay, that's that's super interesting. So uh, I'm, I'm going to run you through the, the basic questions that I have for most people as they come in here. Um, one of my first ones is, uh, what would you say is your favorite kink that you have experienced? I do like the Dom submissive. That's a lot of fun to me. Um, honestly, as like in the brothels, which is strange to me, but one of my favorites was cuddling. Okay. Yeah. That's, you know what, that's something that I've never really given a lot of thought to, but I could understand where people would want to get that sort of experience they're very touch starved i mean right that really surprised me in in this day and age in this environment i i haven't seen my friends in months and i totally understand the whole touch starved thing like i I get it now i really do right um so that's the first one uh next question is what would you say is your uh favorite position Ooh. um probably doggy that you can usually not go wrong with that always good um what is uh your favorite scene or content that you've made or recorded or i suppose in your case favorite thing that you've done at the brothel um i actually one of my favorite things i've done at the brothel was uh, actually cuddling. There was one person that comes to mind that he was just the best cuddler and the sweetest person. I almost felt bad taking money from him. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that's nice to hear. And guys, it, it sounds like uh, everyone out there in listener land, it sounds like Kenzie would be an, an awful lot of fun to cuddle with. So who knows? Maybe one day. But uh <laughs> Is there a star or someone that you've always wanted to work with that you've always like sort of looked at and said, I really would love to film or make content or do something with this person? This one might be a little controversial because there's some people who either love her or hate her. And that is Pokey Princess, which is now she's called Digital Princess. Okay. Yeah. I definitely know who you're talking about. And I, I know that there's some, uh, not necessarily hostility, but some mixed feelings there. I, you want to let our listeners in on why? I'm not really sure. I haven't followed the the drama um, of it all. For me, I don't. I haven't really seen much drama. It's more the fact that she's very open. Uh, she doesn't hide anything from it, and she's also a mother. And the fact that there's so many stigmas that people think that you know just because you're a mother and you're taking care of your child that you cannot be a sexual person and i think that's where it comes also she's a very blunt person 
So I feel like she's one of those personality types that you either love her or hate her. Ah, uh, gotcha. And I mean, really, one of the things that I that I really wanted to look at with this podcast, especially, is sort of looking at those stigmas and trying to remove them as much as possible. Removing the stigma of, oh, well, anyone can be a sex worker. You just start an OnlyFans or... Uh, you know, people, mothers don't do that, shouldn't do that. It makes them a terrible mother. Those those sort of stigmas are something that I've always sort of wanted to yeah, look at or been interested in. I'm a huge advocate towards stuff like that. Like, I've always been, like, one of the biggest things right now is because of COVID, there's many people in the brothels and everything that are going homeless right now because they can't get another job because of that stigma that is I mean, these people are, they're just normal people who give services to make other people feel good. And because of that, people can't get jobs. And so they're going homeless. Yeah, definitely. And that's something that, I mean, the the stigma is definitely something that we need to end, especially because, let's face it, a lot of people are using those services and then turning around and saying oh these services are bad and it'd be so easy to be like okay well you're clearly a hypocrite because you know i you buy from so and so or you use this or that yeah have you ever watched porn that is the sex industry like how can somebody be such a hypocrite towards something like that yet they get off to these things like, that is literally, you're fueling this industry, yet you condemn it at the same time. It makes no sense to me. Yeah, that's that's something that we will definitely be touching on in an awful lot of episodes coming up, is tearing down stigmas one at a time. We're also going to be going through, in the next couple episodes, uh, how people get started in the business and stuff like that. So to, to touch on that, how did you get started in the business? What, what led you into that life? Um... I have uh, abdominal epilepsy. Uh, it's n- not as common, but because of my stomach problems with seizures and stuff like that, it's not the normal like convulse on the floor, but my stomach seizes and it hurts a lot. And sometimes I can't work a normal job like that. Also, uh, So because of that, like, I started looking into, oh, well, how about camming? Let's look into that. Um, I have a very good support system here. So I was like, do you know what? Let's try it. And then one day, because I actually live not too far from the brothels, I decided to put in an application just on a whim. And that's kind of where things kind of more taken off for me. Okay, yeah, that's, I mean, that's an interesting way to, that's, that's an interesting start for uh, for someone in this business. And it's not, not uncommon to say, okay, well, let's start with camming. But um, my, my big sort of question and wonder really is with the, uh, with the brothel work, because I haven't ever been to a brothel i haven't ever really experienced that side of it um what would you say is the most what's what's the best way to put this what would you say is the most uh sort of you know there's going to be like a preconceived notion what is the biggest thing that is 
different from the preconceived notions because people have, are going to have a lot of preconceived notions about brothel work and stuff like that. It's not as scary as it seems. Like everyone thinks you're going to go in there and get judged or something like that. And honestly, it's not all the girls I've worked with. Well, okay. Not all. There's a few that I've not gotten along with, but most of them, they're just human beings. We want to make you feel comfortable. So some people go in there and are just so panicked and we're not going to bite. That costs extra. <laughs> mm. and so like you can go in there and a lot of places, these brothels, they have bars. You could just instead of, I mean, we prefer you to pick a girl and go on a tour, which is there's no commitment. You just go in. Uh, we do a little lineup and you pick a girl out and we show you around the place. There's no commitment to do anything. Um, you could always, instead of going and straight trying to do something, because you can talk to the girl, you can ask. We are treasure troves of just information that we have learned. And you can ask any question. We are perfectly fine with any of that, as long as you're respectful. That is my biggest thing. And uh, if you don't feel comfortable, you know, just getting right into it, you could just go to the bar and have a drink, buy the girl a drink, uh, relax a little. You don't have to go in there. And some places, uh, at least the place I worked at, we had parties every month. Yeah, it was every month. And so we have games and it's not just a, hey, how you doing? Let's get down to it. You can, I mean, there's some people who come in there and just want that socialization doesn't even go back to the room. So it's not as scary as it seems because even when I first walked in, I was terrified. Um, and I, I totally understand that because that's something that uh, I mostly do uh, vocal work myself. Um, there's obviously, you know, a lot less realistically a, a lot fewer opportunities for any sort of male talent out there uh so i mostly do uh recording vocal work for private customers who will contact me and say you know i want this or i want that and i found that even sometimes them contacting me knowing some of the recordings that i've made they're very hesitant to discuss their wants and what they're really looking for and it becomes sort of a almost like a pulling teeth for me to try and get them to say hey this is this is what I really want. Like, this is what I'm looking for. And I don't know if you've had the same experience where somebody is maybe sort of hinting around that they want certain things. Oh yeah. It happens all the time. That is, I mean, sometimes some, for some people it can be easy telling your secrets, your, deepest fantasies to a stranger but for others it's like I can't even think that because even in your head you feel like it's taboo even if it's not like oh I shouldn't even be thinking that that's part of the stigma of as long as it's two consenting adults and no one's being harmed like it, there shouldn't be a problem there is if like for me if you come to me and you have a specific fantasy and I can't give it to you, I can 
come in and like I will find one of my friends who I know will, you know, uh, fill that role. Yeah, who I know is better for that. Like we will help you out one way or another, but you kind of have to just. We don't judge. Why would we judge when, I mean, people are judging us all the time. That's that's very true, and that's that's an important statement. Is that uh, all you listeners out there? One of the things that, like I said before, one of the things that we are working on with this podcast is ending these sort of stigmas, and so. I encourage you that if you are looking to get content from a creator, if you're visiting a worker or anything like that, just don't worry about them judging you so much. If they aren't going to do it, they will let you know. And most creators will probably be very respectful in letting you know that, oh, that's just outside my limits. And that's another way to go about it. You can always ask, what are your limits for creating or your limits for work or anything like that yes because honestly i don't with the whole like i have a bunch of online sex work friends that you come to me and it's something that i don't think i can do or not in the time frame that you need it i'll ask one of them and see if you guys are a better fit than i am and that's that's an important that's that's another thing that I would definitely like to see in the community is more of a sense of, okay, well that's not something that I do, but here are some people who I definitely know who do that. Yeah, because I honestly don't understand the competition that some girls have, or men, anyone in the sex industry. There's some people who have this competition when you're specific to somebody but there no matter what you look like there's going to be people who just you don't do it for them and there is a rider for every horse like there shouldn't be like competition because no matter who you are you're not going to be the exact same as what they want you could be the most gorgeous girl or guy in the world and someone's going to say sorry no i want this person and that's that's absolutely true and that's something that one of the other things that i i want to touch on in another uh episode as a main topic is body positivity in sex work and in general just being happy with who you are and yeah maybe you could you could, you know, maybe you're not at your healthiest weight or something like that. But at the end of the day, being able to look in the mirror and say, this is my body and I enjoy it. And that's not an easy thing for probably a lot of us to do. I don't think it's easy for anyone. You could be a solid 10 in somebody's eyes and you can still see, point out all of those little insecurities you have. And it, it's about confidence. It really is. And it takes years to get there. <laughs> it it definitely does. I mean, I have, since I was a small child, I hated the sound of my voice. I hate listening to myself on recordings. Even now, when editing, I am not a fan of listening to my voice. But I've had people tell me, your voice is so soothing. I like it. And it just, it, it all rings sort of hollow in my ears. Because I'm like, no, I, I have to hear that all the time. And it's not great but 
that's that's just sort of my negativity i suppose in my image negativity but that's something that we'll definitely look at in more in a bigger uh bigger episode one of the other one of the other things that i wanted to ask you because i've got you here right now is is there a you've you've done some you've moved transition into online work do you use mostly twitter to engage with followers do you have an OnlyFans? Uh, is it have you sort of browse the different sites i have only fans twitter um i'm getting into reddit more uh instagram um I'm starting to get more into Pornhub and many vids again. Which do you find, in your opinion, is the easiest to sort of interact with uh, fans and which is like a little bit harder to do? Um, well, if you want to, for interaction, uh, Pornhub seems to be the one where you can get, I mean, as soon as you make an account, there's going to be like 10 guys messaging you. Um, are they mainly time wasters? Probably. But a lot of them will subscribe to it, so it kind of gives you a little bit of following. Uh, the only problem with OnlyFans is the fact that there's no... You click on OnlyFans and there's not like a bunch of subscribers that you could subscribe to. You kind of have to use Twitter and Reddit to get people to them. That's that's definitely understandable. I've always wondered why OnlyFans doesn't have like a a way to put on your page like I'm right. You know, I support these sort of fetishes so that OnlyFans can do an advanced search where they say these are the kind of people I'm looking for. I'm looking for someone who does X, Y, and Z. Or even the fact that they have a percentage of what top percentage you are in why aren't the people who are making that top or something like that you know a page for that or a page for newbies and yeah a page like how many vids does because they have if you're a new person you get bumped up for like i think a week or something yeah, that's, that's an interesting point, because, I mean, you could do up-and-comers, you could do uh, newbies, people who have posted in the last 24 hours, people who have posted in the last hour, you could do all those sorts of things to to boost your your findability. It would, it would be an interesting way to approach that on the yeah, site. Yeah, it's the findability that's the problem, and you kind of... One of the biggest things with OnlyFans is, or even starting out, is there's so many girls who are saying, Oh, I have, I've only been doing this a week and I'm making a thousand dollars or something like that. And it's like, yeah. And it discourages all the other people who have to start from the bottom. Cause a lot of those girls already have a big platform somewhere else from Twitter to TikTok or something. So because they have a bigger following, that's where they're getting it from. It's if you don't have a big following and starting from the bottom, it takes time. Yeah. And I, I mean, not on the only fan side, but I can tell you with starting this podcast, it definitely, I understand that it takes time. I think we have five listeners for the first episode and hoping that we'll break double digits on this one. So if you're listening, thank you so much. You're a wonderful person, whoever you are. I'll definitely be promoting it. Oh, I, I appreciate that. Uh, 
So we're we're doing good on time here. Let's see if I've got anything else. Do you have any questions for me? Anything like that? Um, not really. Not that I can think of off the top of my head, at least. Okay. Um. So I've got like one or two more. What is your uh? Is there a kink that you've just never like really understood? Like it's whether it's a popular one or not a popular one, you've just never really been able to parse what's going on with it? The one I've never really understood would probably have to be closer to like the age play. Um, I don't fully understand it. I might need to either learn more about it, but I know it's not for me. Uh, do I think it's a bad thing? No. As long as, again, two consenting adults and it's not not hurting anybody. Some people can use that as therapy. I know that. And that's great if it helps them in some way. But for me, that's the one that I'm like, I can't even pretend to do. It's just not for me. Age play is definitely one of the kinks that is, it's in a little bit of a gray area because I've, I've been asked to make some age play recordings before and some scripts I have approved and done and some I have had some problems with and said, you know, I don't know that I can do that. Can we change this? Can we change that? Because it is something that for better or for worse, you are creating and putting your stamp on which um i i mean there's 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 a fetish for everyone and there's some that people aren't just gonna get i don't know it's i've never really i've never seen the attraction to like feet particularly i know that that's a that's a very big one for a lot of people it's just never really they're just feet to me oh no i completely get that i'm not a foot person but hey, if you pay me for my feet, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> and that's 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 what a lot of people are you like. the The foot fetish one is is such an easy because people will definitely pay for it. And you're like, you just want pictures of my feet. I mean, okay, I can, I can do that. I can do that as long as I'm not the one touching your feet. Yeah, right. Ooh, that would be some big money if you make me touch yeah, that's, them. <laughs> that's 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 the other way around. That's yeah. I don't I don't know that I'd be doing that either because. Uh, Hey, you know, feet shouldn't be any dirtier than the rest of you, but I don't know. There's just something about it that kind of rubs me the wrong way, I suppose. Um, but hey, with that foot fetish talk, so we're going to move into into our outro now. So just as an outro, uh, I'll be putting links to reach out to Kenzie in the show description she's gonna be my co-host until she gets tired of listening to me talk (laughs) which i mean could be any day now but she's gonna be my co-host for the time being so i hope you guys like getting to know a little bit more about her uh we'll be releasing another episode with uh some new guest stars coming up soon and uh i'll be putting links to reach out to her in the show notes along with an email for the show and uh a patreon if you choose to support us if you don't have the money right now i know money's tight with covid and everything please don't feel obligated to we'll keep making the show either way we're not going to go anywhere right now but 
really what we what I would like to see happen is I would like to see a community form around this and get people talking and interacting with each other. I don't know if Kenzie, you feel the same way, but that's what I'm hoping for. Yes, yeah, share, get this out there, uh, make everyone's voices heard that come to this podcast. Absolutely. I would I would love to have just every person listening to this. If you've got something you want to talk about, whether you are a you are a worker or you are a client, if you want to come on the podcast and talk from the client side and talk about things that you like and don't like, drop me a line and we'll see if we can schedule you in. And, I would uh, love to hear from other people, like clients even, or pe- someone who's curious about it. I wouldn't mind ask, uh, answering questions like that too. Absolutely. So, you know, Kenzie, thank you for that. And we will be signing off now. I will be seeing you guys next week. Keep listening. See you later.